0: Hello and welcome to the Jam Spot Podcast. My name is Phil.
1: And I'm Henry.
0: And today we have got Izzy T. And she is an independent artist uh, doing alternative rock, pop. And we are going to be talking about things like living in London, travelling to LA to record, um, mental health. There's a lot to cover. So we're going to jump straight into it. Right. Hello, everyone. How are we? Hello. Good. Today we've got um, Izzy T. That's so, right. Yeah, Izzy T, not Izzy Thomas. It's Izzy T. It's Izzy T. Izzy T. Don't say my full name. Don't <laughs> full name me. Do you feel like you're at school for Izzy yeah, Thomas? Yeah, yeah, you're, yeah. You're in trouble. Um, Taking the register. Yeah. So you are a guest on our podcast. So welcome.
2: Thank you. Hello.
1: Cheers. We've got
0: yeah, some yeah, cheers. Like oh, yeah. the gym cheers.
1: today. So cheers. It's lovely. To actually meet
2: you as well, we haven't met, have we? So no, we haven't this actually. So this is a so the
1: thing. This is a thing. We try and negotiate this mic and have a little sip.
2: Quite different to drink at uh, this time in the morning, but <laughs> yeah. not against it. It's five o'clock. Let's see calendar. what happens. Yeah, exactly. No, yeah, yeah. I mean, um,
1: so yeah. So today again, we're at the uh, the Street, uh in uh, Oxford, not the Epsom one. And uh, they've been very kind enough to lend us this space. So shout out to Andrew and to, uh, to David for allowing that to happen, which is really good. Yeah. And also giving us some lovely gins here, which are bloody lovely. So it's yes, always nice. good.
0: Well, um, right, Izzy, um, I've written a few things down um, because I couldn't remember them all because you've, you've, you've done a lot. It's <laughs> <That's> a lot. <laughs> and I'm not really sure when you have time to sleep because you've, you do do a lot. So I'm going to go through the things I've listed. So you are a British-Iranian yep. descent and you, your music is alternative pop rock. Yeah. Okay, right. um, from Hull. Yes. Yeah. Big up the North England. <laughs> um, and you play some great music venues in your, your, your career. Um, so some of them include uh, the Barclay Card Arena, Birmingham. Yeah. And did you, is that what you supported, placebo?
2: Um, yeah, so um, there was, it was placebo. Um, I played on like a, a smaller acoustic stage um, right before they came on. And then the same thing for, for Brian Adams. It's really random. Wow, like, seriously? Brian Adams wow. and then placebo. <laughs> that's wow. That's so cool.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's placebo. Serious, so cool. yeah. I love that. Yeah. And then a few other places. You played you've played the Hard Rock Cafe in London. Um you played at Tootsie's in Nashville.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And then just played like um Yeah, and then from there just uh like Viper Room LA. Um where else? Well a couple yeah. other
0: places of, of, of uh, LA's Hotel Cafe?
2: Yeah, yeah, Hotel Cafe, that was really cool. Um and then El Cid LA. Yeah. Um been like a, a mixture of London and LA and, blah, 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 and LA this year It's been it's been nice
0: yeah brilliant okay we'll get into that in a, in a little while um you've also appeared in billboard magazine is that yeah. right yeah
2: yeah yeah that was for for one of my singles um that was yeah online it was for like the first single that i released um i i had pr for that one and then she called me like, Izzy, I can't believe it, Billboard on a premiere of the single. And I was like, what? Yeah, that is amazing. Because it was my, my first mad, single. Huh? Wow. So, yeah, I was very fortunate. Honestly,
1: How did that yeah. feel? That must have been like pretty epic.
2: Yeah, I, I went shopping and I, I, I just started telling random people. By the way, I'm in Billboard.
1: <laughs> you would,
0: wouldn't you? I'd,
1: yeah, I'd, I'd, yeah.
3: <laughs> I'd have told everyone. <laughs>
2: amazing. I actually started doing that around Camden, but I was just because I'd never had press that big before. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: yeah that's amazing. My, that's my, great. Yeah. That's incredible. Um, you were on BBC introducing, <clears> and <throat> you also had uh, a track picked for Radio One's Track of the Week, which was "I Feel Everything." Yeah. Um. Again, fantastic. On uh, um, Kerrang Radio, you've, you've been on Kerrang Radio?
2: Yeah, I got a track of the week for that as well. Alex awesome. Holcomb, she's amazing. Yeah, she's
0: fighting your corner. Yeah. yeah. Um, you played on the main stage at Pride Festival as well. Leeds Pride. And you also had a track in a film uh, called God Save the Queen. That
2: yeah. That? yeah, yeah, By yeah. Nick,
0: like- Nick Donnelly.
2: Yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> but it was about uh, women in music um, and like showcasing the the dark side of the industry as, as well as the bright. And mm. yeah, it was quite a dark song, so it was a good fit.
0: Right. I mean, that's yeah. I mean, that's probably just the tip of the iceberg yeah, with, with nice. a lot of the stuff you've done. I mean, how does, it, how does that sort of feel when you when you look back at all the things you've achieved and done? How do you feel about that?
2: I mean. It's. I was having this conversation with someone last night, cause um, whatever you achieve, that this is the problem with those artists. Um, whatever you achieve, you always want more. Um, and yeah, I was just saying to him like, I'm not doing as much as I should be, but I'm always like, I- I'm always pushing myself, like my my mind, my body. Um, and like my career with things, and and he was like, yeah, but look how much you've achieved already. Um, all that stuff that, that you want is is coming. Of course, it is. Mm. Like because you work, um, and I do. Like I hardly sleep. Well, sleep is very so. important. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but no, um, I think we should celebrate our achievements a lot more. And I'm I'm learning to I'm learning to do that. Mm because, because it's, it's like life is as cheesy as it sounds it's about the journey not the destination and if you're always yeah. um, if you're always only thinking about the destination then you're never going to be happy
0: mm. yeah it's, I, it's I do very think profound it's, yeah, I like that mm. Mm. It's 12 o'clock and I completely on a, on agree Tuesday. it's 12 o'clock on a, <laughs> on a Tuesday, Tuesday afternoon <laughs> yeah. so where did it sort of all start for you where, when did you sort of make the choice that right music is going to be my, my thing
2: it was always subconsciously my my thing you know um i yeah i was like a like half british half iranian kid with like big frizzy hair and big eyebrows (laughs) um in school and um i i wasn't yeah believe it or not i wasn't really good at making conversation with new people i was very very shy um had big glasses. Oh, and did you? <laughs> yeah. But like, you know, in school I had a look that is considered like cool and hipster now. Right. <laughs> but but back in school people were like, oh my God. Yeah. Um and I I got bullied a lot. A lot. Um I hated school. Yeah. So I I always turned to some kind of art for comfort. I actually I actually originally wanted to be a like a an artist. I sketched and um and painted quite a bit. And then Michael Jackson was my first musical inspiration. I was just crazy about him. Oh, okay. And I think it's cuz when I when I saw Dirty Diana, he just had that perfect fusion of rock meets soul and it wasn't just cuz I grew up on rock, you know. Um, My dad got me into Queen and Lenny Kravitz and great artists like that. But I've always been into um, sounds that are a little bit more hybrid because that's what I am. Mm. Um, And, yeah, I got into Michael Jackson, but then it was Green Day that really inspired me to start singing and pick up the guitar, started taking singing and guitar lessons. Um... I still play guitar, but I excelled in singing more because my guitar teacher was a dick.
1: Oh really. (laughs) How old were you at this point? Fifteen. Yeah, about the
2: same for
1: me. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah, Like I used to shake before my guitar lessons. He was yeah, Yeah. an an interesting man.
0: Was he just a bit too pushy or just not very encouraging or?
2: He used to, um, he like he was an old white guy, and he'd make jokes like, "Oh, you play like a girl." <laughs> oh, and, okay. Um, I mean, oh, that's that? you know, I'm I'm all for a bit of humour, and like I say, some jokes that would get me cancelled, bro. You know what I mean?
1: <laughs> Do you remember Shades nightclub in Hull? No. So this was probably the first weekend tour I did, and I remember going into. I, I might have said this on another podcast, but I remember going into the bathrooms, and it said "out of service." and like you didn't need to know because the toilet was in two oh, wow. <laughs> and it was like there was spider webs all over the thing and I was just like this is an education yeah, wow. yeah. I mean
2: Hull, Hull has really been developed yeah. and yeah. I'll, I'll always be proud to be I love Hull. Be,
1: like, like, I really enjoyed it I must say
2: yeah, yeah like it's my home I'll always be proud mm. to be from there but I'm, I'm not gonna front like it's um, if yeah, yeah. It's
3: many places rough in London the like that too yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah
2: it's a bit like rough and ready. And some of these pubs that I used to play, like it was just play and then run out. And Mm. um, I don't think I I wasn't even 18 yet. Um, My dad used to take me and like help me unload my gear and stuff. Mm. And then um, I remember one day we were loading our gear into the venue and people were just looking at us like, you know, there was doors that we were trying to bust our way through. And then the bar lady came through. I'll never forget this. The bar lady came through and held the door for us. And she was like, hey, up, love. I'll hold the door for you because none of these cunts will.
3: <laughs> wow.
2: Because <laughs> there was like a line of blokes at the bar just watching us struggle, like me and my dad. And I was like a really skinny teen, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. You think they would help? Yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah. No, like you would um, seriously do. I've, because um, I, I don't drive in London. So I've been... Mm. Um, when I have gigs in London, um, sometimes, like, with my guitar, and if I need to bring uh, gear, um, I'll literally have, like, my my amp or something in a suitcase, then my guitar Mm. on my back Mm. with, like, a bag with with wires and stuff. And there'll be, like, hella hench people. Mm. um, Blokes, just watch you struggle.
1: Yeah, 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 (laughs) yeah. It's, It's really weird, actually, isn't it? Like, um some of the uh do you, actually wasn't asking you, do you think that that prepared you well at doing that at such a young age i can't think of doing that that would scare the hell out of me if i think of myself at that age there is no way I, you would have caught me doing bar gigs in places where sometimes the reception can be pretty frosty mm.
3: um
1: do you think that prepared you well for
2: oh being resilient yeah.
1: In the, yeah in the future
2: if you can do a gig in a, a whole pub yeah yeah like some of i mean you get some nice pubs but the um the pubs that i was doing at the time yeah because like um this working
1: men's pubs and all that kind of stuff yeah 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 like
2: i I grew up singing those like really Mm. singing in those really grimy places because i had this agent that should just be like there you go she's like oh yeah you've got a good voice i'll get you some gigs and i was like oh great money Mm. Because all my mates, um, I mean, I've done day jobs like M&S, Co-op, like and I got fired from nearly all of them. Yeah, <laughs> we were talking
1: about that in the previous. Yeah, same. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I've
2: been but like fired
1: more times than I've had a job. Yeah, so like
2: um, just doing gigs, it's, doing music has has been the only thing that's been yeah, that's yeah. really made mm-hmm. sense, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And so yeah, I just did some really grimy places, but you know, having like old drunk men be like, you know who you know what you should do. <laughs> yeah. <I laughs> oh, love you know that. you look like. The, uh, the, uh,
0: the, yeah, the encouragement and the advice yeah. you get from people. Yeah. Oh you should you should go on the radio with this. Do you know what? Because it's oh, really you should easy just X to X get factor. on the radio, but, isn't it? Yeah I, I was um, <laughs> I was
1: doing a gig with uh with a friend of mine. I won't mention because they'll know what gig it was. Um <laughs> but she just played to six thousand people at the Hammersmith Apollo the week before and we were doing a function gig. And uh so we we turn up and i just played pride in london so that was pretty mental as well um obviously it's a session but you know um and there was a guy there saying you know what you should do (laughs) and i looked at her and i was like (laughs) yeah right it still happens yeah (laughs) yeah it
2: always i mean it always used to happen um when i was just like starting doing those kind of gigs you know because you know um and it's it's always like older men that mm. feel like they need to tell you what to do. Yeah, yeah. Like the the women would just in, encourage you. Yeah, um, tends to be
1: really lovely. Yeah, I but, get what
2: I mean. yeah. I I think it was just like the kind of places that I was playing as well. But um, it really prepared me for um, for the music industry because most of like most of of the industry is is like older guys. Telling you what to do. <laughs> yeah, Is it still like um,
1: that? Is that, because I'm I'm not fully aware, because obviously I come from the session place where I kind of just yeah. turn up and do my thing. Is it still heavily like that?
2: Yeah. Um, but now, like, um, now I'm an artist. I know what direction I want to go in. Yeah. I know who I am. Yeah. And yeah, you just, um, you, you listen to people who you know, know their shit. Yeah, yeah. Um of course. And who can be of good influence? Like of course, take take the good advice. Mm. But um for I- if you listen to everyone, like because everyone has an opinion, you know? Yes, yeah. But if if you listen to everyone, um then it's just going to get really noisy in your head yeah. and you're not going to know who you are. Mm. So, mm. yeah. Did you um, always kind
0: of feel like you knew who you wanted to be? If you know, if, if that makes sense. So ignoring all that noise yeah. in your head, you always kind of feel like I'll take that with a pinch of salt. I'll take your advice. But actually I know exactly what I want to do and how I want to do it. Or has it been a kind of development thing? And it's just taken to up to this point where you're like, mm. I'm now comfortable.
3: Or mm.
2: It's so it's, it's always a development, um, we're, we're like we're students of life like we're constantly developing but with regards to music I I'd say that I really found the like the Izzy T sound when I moved to Leeds and I started like i I met one of my best friends Wilfred and he's a producer we started working on music together and he was just like Izzy I know that you're into your rock and stuff but let me add some trap beats behind that. Yeah, and then I was like, okay, because I I really love like rock and hip hop, and mm. I think it's because they're both aggressive, just in different ways. Yeah. I like anything yeah, yeah. aggressive. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, <laughs> oh, that's my sound now. Yeah.
0: Mm. and it's a great sound. Yeah, it's it's pretty it's pretty original for for me. I I, I, yeah. I love the sound of it, and Thanks. I actually think listening to it, it's so. For me, it's simply so, so well produced, really well produced, and pro sounding. You know, which for am I right in saying that all this is self funded? Completely self funded off your own yeah. back. See, that that is really impressive to me because you do hear a lot of people that kind of go out on mm-hmm. their on their own, and I've got this track, I've recorded this, and it's like it sounds okay, it sounds oh, decent.
2: Sorry, like when I no, um, let me give uh, some credit. Actually, I when I went to LA, I. Um, like the, the time before last time um, i started a little crowdfunding thing okay. um, but that was like a, a few months ago but mm. most of my artist career is like self
0: But that's that's still I'm you I'm not signed. Yeah, exactly. That's still you generating your uh, own yeah. funding from it which is <laughs> which is great, you know, even, you know, if you yeah. you are getting uh, funded from, it's a great from way crowd, crowdfunding mm. stuff, that's that's great because mm. it's still self-motivation, it's your own drive, yeah. you know, there's no man uh, like label or something saying mm. here's a load of money, which I don't even think happens anymore because mm. they can't afford to make mistakes. Mm. So you, you it has don't to be get much that. more of a sure bet now. Yeah, guess, you, you don't get them kind yeah. of here's fifty grand to go mm. and make your album, and you know we'll yeah. make it work for you. It's like okay, how many Instagram followers you have got? How many YouTube hits have you got? If you've got enough, then they might say okay, well, let's give you a little bit of money that mm. we want paid back. Mm. You know, so it's very difficult. So yeah, for for you to do all that off off your own back is great. Um, so how, how is, um, how do you come up with like the, the, the songs and stuff? Is it writing with, is it, well, you said Wilfred?
2: Yes, I started, um, I started writing with Wilfred, um, and then another, um, another friend in Leeds called Farone. It was great because, um, you know, when, when I was a student in Leeds, it was more like we were just doing it for fun like now it's my career, and there's stress behind okay gotta um, gotta release this on this date and gotta have promo here and there but you know when when I was a student um th- there's this beauty in just creating for the sake of creating yeah um sometimes I, I really miss that mm. because nowadays I'm in the studio with a like with a vision with like a goal either it's a brief um or um yeah, there's there's real beauty in just getting together with people and y- your mates and being like, let's just see what comes out. Yeah. Um sometimes I do that but I guess when you make your artistry your, your career uh, you have to take it a lot more seriously, and it has to be a lot more organised, and because yeah, yeah. you're you're paying for studio time and stuff, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, it helps keep me organised and helps me release more consistently. Consistently, yeah. if um if there's dates yeah, and stuff,
0: yeah. it helps to work with deadlines. Is that
1: something where the penny drops a little bit, and you're like, oh. Suddenly you're like, I know this happened for me, where suddenly you're like, I need to actually get like plans in place. I need to have like a schedule of whether it's to do with social media, whether Mm. it's to do with whatever it's to do with. Um, Or was there a gradual realisation or a mixture of both?
2: So uh, I got to a point where I thought, okay, if I'm really serious about this and I want this to be my career, I'm going to have to do um i'm gonna have to do some of the shit that i hate like creating um videos for social media and stuff but you kind of um you learn to enjoy it it becomes fun when you can be creative with it yeah if you're just doing it for the sake of of posting yeah then it really becomes a drag but if you can have fun with it
1: like sitting on the edge of a roof
2: yeah, you know <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> I got, I got yeah. so much fear looking at that. <laughs> <laughs>
3: um
2: that was that uh that video shoot was really awesome. But yeah, I just learned, okay, um this is part of being a musician now. Yeah. Um social media, the content is um these days more important than the actual music, mm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um I mean to me to me it will always be having good music first but i'm gonna um because that's where my real passion is and i'm if i if i stop doing something that i'm passionate about then it's yeah it's just not enjoyable for me anymore but Mm. i i have to do content so i do content that i'm going to find fun yeah and that is meaningful to me so i'll build content around um being on the edge of buildings and playing my guitar or, um, whether I'm in London or LA in like places that I, I enjoy hanging out at, whether it's video footage of me boxing or fucking up a bag in the gym. Um, and then just like making content out of that. I create content around my life. I don't Mm. put my life around content if that makes sense
0: yeah i think it's really important yeah, yeah i think unless it just gives you a better insight mm. into your into what you who you are as well yeah. because yeah more authentic it's, yeah more authentic yeah, yeah. because it's very easy to kind of you know create these instagram instagram setups and yeah, you know yeah. with the ring lights and stuff and kind of yeah. force it you yeah. know and kind of like you said just release content for the mm. sake of releasing it could be because you have to be seen to be doing stuff yeah um but yeah, I mean, some of your videos are great. I mean, we spoke about earlier, but like when you're just going up to people and, and popping oh, earbuds yeah. in their ears, that and is scary, going, do you, huh? like, you want to so-
2: listen to my song? <laughs> yeah,
0: I mean, what? I mean, that's pretty ballsy, you know. How 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 was that? Did you was it kind of premeditating thought, this is exactly? what I want to do was it kind of a case of like what should we do to kind of grab people's attention?
2: Mm. Um, I I saw this TikTok video of someone else doing it. And then I thought, you know what? I I used to busk. That's actually how I met my boxing coach. Um, he like he saw me in Leicester Square, and then years later when I stopped boxing, he saw me training like online, and then he was like, "I can be your coach." Um, but yeah, with um, what was the question again?
0: <laughs> uh, it was it was about the videos, like going up. To people oh just- yeah,
2: sorry i'm pretty sure i have adhd pure adhd brain um but yeah i saw someone else doing it on tiktok and then i thought that looks really fun
3: yeah
2: and the difference between izzy now and izzy in school like um i hated people because like the people and the kids in school were horrible Mm. um right little shits but
1: kids can be the meanest right Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Like they were all like mm. little rich kids, yeah. Um, and yeah. But now I, I love people. I'm I'm a people yeah. person, and so I I actually like meeting new people. I genuinely mm. do. Mm. And I thought this looks really fun and just a good way to get my music out there. Why not?
3: Mm.
2: I'm always open to different ways of uh, people. Uh, Having people consume my music somehow,
3: yeah, yeah,
2: and yeah. yeah, it was just hella fun. Like going around with my friend who was filming me. Um, you might know him, Leo, Leo Player. Uh,
0: the name, yeah, the name was about yeah, to be. Yeah. Oh, yeah,
2: but yeah, I went around London with my mate, and then we just went round. The first person that I approached, um, he he must have been a criminal or something, <laughs> but he was like, "Get the camera out of my face." That's oh, really? the lot, yeah, yeah, Probably yeah, shady, yeah, 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 yeah. And I was like, "Bro, what have you done?" <laughs> um, so the, the first person, it was an absolute disaster, and he was looking at Leo like he wanted to hit him. So I stood in front of Leo like, "You're all wow. right, mate. Wow. See you later." <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So it can be, it can be risky. Definitely do it with a mate, um, but it was, it was really fun.
0: How was that? Like the overall reaction? Was it? I mean, obviously you posted. Some of the, the the better comments, but were there yeah, any yeah. ones that were like, "No, this is not for me," and you kind of, thought, oh, "I shouldn't be doing this," or,
2: um, no, um, British people are way too polite and avoidant to be like that. <laughs> like British yeah. people,
3: like
2: um, British people, like they're, they're really good. At, I mean, I'm I'm half British. I can say this. You know what I mean? But they're really good at even pretending that they love something.
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so yeah. I, I wasn't yeah. I wasn't
2: worried. Um But the the people who I got seemed to to genuinely like the yeah. song. And they were very positive, very friendly. And I went up I wanted to approach people who didn't look like the typical Izzy T fan. Mm-hmm. But makes yeah, it more interesting. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. But I realized at my gigs that there is no typical Izzy T fan yeah. because I make music that lends itself well to um, both the the young and the older audience. So yeah. it's a really mixed audience. Well, we were saying before... Which I love.
1: We we met up for a coffee before and we were just talking about your music and saying how like distinctive uh, your vocal and your writing is. And you know i'm personally i tend to to listen to a bit of everything just by nature of what mm. we do i think we both do that but tends to be on the funk sort of side and stuff like that but i was really digging it as well like mm. i sound so old saying digging it but, yeah, but uh, it was really hit man um, it, was it was smashing. So um, but yeah no, smashing, smashing.
2: <laughs> In i love pulling spin. that one out of the bag sometimes <laughs> smashing smash it. but yeah no it was,
1: it, it, i found that um we we were saying like i think it helps when you're you're a distinctive artist too, which you seem to be. And um, yeah, I think I think that probably aids that a little bit. Do you mm. feel that that helps in, in a lot of ways?
2: Um, I mean, I... Yeah, I try to be original, but...
1: Is it something uh, that just naturally happens or something you really think about?
2: Um, I guess I've always just been into what I've been into. Yeah. And I create music that I like um, and I'm lucky that no, I'm, I'm not lucky um, I'm glad that people like it too I'm not lucky, I work fucking hard Yeah, <laughs>
1: that's the one thing I'm always like whenever someone says, oh, you got a good gig or something like that oh, that's really cool, and I'm like, yeah, I'm so lucky and then I think, I've actually worked bloody hard for this like, Yeah, am I
0: discrediting? Yeah. It? Well, it's a bit yeah. like going back to what we were saying earlier about um, you know, when people sort of ask you, oh, how long have you been doing this? And you said you was a little bit embarrassed about sort of mentioning how long you've been doing it, but I don't think you should be because it's it's all learning, mm. you know. Yeah. Like going back to them gigs when you're seventeen, eighteen, and in pubs, like it's all part of your apprenticeship, you yeah. know. And it doesn't matter if it's ten years later or however mm. long; it's all part of your, mm-hmm. like you said, your, your journey to to get into where you are now. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, so I don't think you should ever be embarrassed about
1: that my mate used to say to me be unashamed he was a busker actually really good busker and he would say to me I mean he obviously he's an artist in his own right but I mean he used to busk and he would say be unashamedly you and it was the best bit of advice I had for a long time because mm. it, it, you know own it mm. yeah kind of what he was saying yeah,
2: yeah honestly because um, people don't even know what they like these days I, I'm, I'm talking about industry people mm-hmm. because um there's like, there's so much of the same mm. um, on radio. Yeah,
3: yeah.
2: I mean, now and then, I'll a tune will come on, and I'll be like, "Yeah, this is banging." But mm. there's a lot of the same. Mm. Yeah. Um, people's vocal, like a lot of people's vocals are produced the same. Yeah, yeah. Um, it all sounds so samey. Yeah. Um, but what I really love about when Billie Eilish came out she was just so different and so against what um what the industry is you mm. know she mm. wasn't this um she wasn't this typical pop star that's what i'm saying mm. um her sound was really dark and really depressing and i was like oh finally someone who gets me like yeah
1: substance <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah exactly substance which i think that it's, it's been lacking for, for quite a while.
1: I'd be inclined to agree. I think, um, no, I think she's amazing, but I think that is exactly it. What, what I think a lot of us to, uh, as artists, musicians, uh, just creatives in general, I think that's what we crave, isn't it? It's substance and authenticity. Mm. And when you find that and in someone who's huge... You yeah, think,
0: and, oh, and, and something unique, just, just something yeah. that kind of jumps out, you're like, that's completely different to what I've just heard. You mm-hmm. know, As opposed to, that could be that singer, but it could also be... You know that track could be them. That it could mm. also be that. There's so many of like I said the same kind of vocal. I mean, there are probably about five or six vocalists out there at the minute. I couldn't tell them apart. Yeah. Mm. Maybe it's just because I'm really old now. But mm. <laughs> but that's what I feel like. It's like they just sound like clones of each other. But I guess that's is that just the the industry going? Well, that works. So let's just make ten, let's just make ten more of those. Yeah. They'll all work, and then someone else will come out like Billie Eilish, and it'll mm. just kind of spin it on its head. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, wow, okay, we can do something else now. Mm.
2: Um, That's why I've always stuck to my sound. Like the the production has evolved. yeah. um, But like my sound I've stayed loyal to because um, you've got to remember that people are sheep. Mm. Mm. People just go with whatever is popping off. Yeah. Mm. And um, Mm. yeah, there's Mm. literally like people who won't even give you the time of day but then, um yeah. w- once they see that you've like been playlisted on Spotify, mm. they're like, "Oh yeah, that's a really cool song, mm. and they life it happens in circles, people come back, yeah,
1: yeah, I think as well, like there's an element I always thought of it as two different things. I grew up being um you know my my bands that your green day effectively was was muse for me,
3: mm. so oh, I was I, like, muse. I
1: was obsessed with them for years, but I love the fact that they were so grandiose, but also I love the fact that they were so. Muse, they sounded so unique. And I think there's an element of, if you're the same as everyone else, you might have your five minutes. But Mm. if you've got your own sort of authentic thing, I do think that it's got a bit more longevity to it. Yeah. Totally. That's how I think. I'm not sure if that's true, Mm. but that's how I've always thought of it.
2: Yeah, that's the key, longevity, because there's so many people trying to follow a trend because... They just want to make it, yeah. yeah, yeah. But you've got to define what your idea of, of making it is. Mm.
1: That's it. what is your idea of making it? Then, like just out of interest, I find it such a fascinating topic.
2: Um, being able to live, just to be healthy, first of all, wealthy um from doing what i love music yeah um i don't really i don't really want a lot i just want to be able to have a comfortable life um be able to look after myself my family my partner and yeah maybe even get a little sausage dog <laughs> i'd actually love hey, a little sausage cute. dog um
0: that is the benchmark for success is is it. Exactly. i've got the sausage dog now i've, I've completed sausage. life <laughs> yeah that's, I've that's how i've am going to made it yeah
2: it. yeah Get a sausage <laughs> but, okay. yeah you know getting the important stuff sorted first yeah um but i really want to play arenas man yeah. arenas yeah. and tour mm. which i'm i'm so sure that it's gonna happen mm. um yeah. Well,
0: well, I mean, you've, you've traveled a bit. I mean, you've mentioned LA a few times. So, you, and you kind of, it sounds like you've been there more than once. How, how, yeah. how, how did that come about to begin with? Because, I mean, like, you talk to any musician and you say, I've gone to LA. That's like, oh shit. That's like the holy grail of mm. you've made it. <laughs> you know, is it everything you expected? Or no. <laughs> is it not?
2: No, 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 no. It's, um, people think that is really glamorous. And once you're there, you've made it. It is bollocks. <laughs>
3: um,
2: it's it's actually a really grimy place. Central LA, there's... Um, bless them, there's a, a lot. There's a big homelessness mm. problem. Mm. Mm. Um, literally, like, there'll be a line of tents yeah. down certain streets in central yeah. LA. There's... A, yeah, homelessness is it, a problem. Mm. Um, and for one of the richest countries in the world, you think, mm. wow. It shouldn't be a thing, should it? Um, yeah, but... Um, yeah, going to LA, it doesn't mean jack shit because you can go there and like... Someone could go there and then just sit on their ass by the pool and not yeah. do anything. Absolutely. Um, whenever I go, I try and be as productive as I can. Um, I, I went. So like, I went on my own after a breakup because um, I was just like, fuck this, I'm going to LA. Um, and then...
1: Most people do their hair. <laughs> yeah, you know, most fun. people just go in the piss for a little bit, but you
3: know.
2: Normal girls just go to the salon. Or like <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, nah, that's a really sexist thing to say, but um, <laughs> yeah, like I, I didn't change my hair. Instead, I. <laughs> I just changed country.
0: one way of doing it. That's <laughs> me. I'd just be like, I'm going to get some some new clothes.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm
0: going down spoons for a few bits. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> no,
2: nah, I got on a flight, mate, and um, yeah, I I just when I I contacted some people beforehand about working together and um, about yeah, just doing a few shows. Um but I didn't go with a, a master plan, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But when I was there, I met so many people that things just kept happening. Yeah. I played the Viper Room. I, I I worked with this artist called, sorry, this uh, producer called Jake Magnus, who um, did some work on the Tickets to My Downfall album, which is Machine Gun Kelly's like big rock breakthrough yeah. album. So I was like, yeah, I'm going to go with that guy. Yeah. <laughs> um, and we, we co-wrote Catch Myself. And then that came out and it was like my, almost like my, my comeback record. And it got a bunch of uh, BBC Radio 1 plays and just loads of really good feedback and support from people. Um, I'm really proud of that single. And... Yeah, LA was, it was very, very good to me. So I just continued to come back, yeah, of work with different people, uh, play new venues. And yeah, it's it's been one hell of a ride.
0: Yeah. And you went to Nashville as well.
2: Um, I went to Nashville a few years ago. Um, God, it was like quite a few years ago. Mm. I've been... I love to travel, but I've been mainly going to, to LA just because I. it's got a really good rock scene. Nashville, it's, again, got an amazing scene, but for the kind of music that I do, because Nashville is very blues, country. Yeah, yeah. Um, It's got a bit of everything, but those are the main kind of genres. Mm. But LA is just really rock and roll, so I, was, I, I like fast-paced places.
1: Yeah, yeah. Mm. I mean...
0: Sounds great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Henry, next start, next. next oh, time we have a breakup, mate, that's where you're going. You're <laughs> that's where I'm going. I'm not yeah. sure I'm it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um yeah, one of the things we we've learned about you, which some people might not know, is that you're actually really into boxing.
2: Yeah.
0: How did that start? Where where did that come from?
2: So honestly, I uh, I got depression in between twenty twenty one um and then, halfway through twenty twenty two, that was interesting. <laughs> yeah. But one of the things that the doctor recommended was just physical exercise because I just wasn't, you know, I wasn't having proper exercise, right. and that's something that can make you feel really full of energy and, and happier.
0: Endorphins and that.
2: Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so um, I was really, I was really committed to getting better. So I started going to these boxer size classes. It was a bit scary because I didn't know anyone and I felt a little bit like an imposter. Um <laughs> but they were they were really fun. It was good because I was within a community. Yeah. Um I made new friends. And then after a while I just didn't feel um that challenge like that challenged because I was just punching a bag and doing a circuit, you know. Um,
1: so you wanted to find people? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Victims.
2: <laughs> no, um, but it's just something that it's. I've always enjoyed watching combat. Yeah. You know, if, if there's a fight on the street, I'll I'll stand and watch and no. like, pop it. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's something that genuinely like.
1: Now I know it why just you're excites the you, does it excites
2: you. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you you can't say that. Um, I don't even care if it's an unpopular opinion. You cannot tell me that football is more exciting than combat. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, mm. like you probably disagree, but um, combat is way more entertaining. Football is like, oh, yeah. I hurt my ankle. There was
1: a, there was a moment in MotoGP. Sorry, I'm going oh, about MotoGP. On, I apologize. About, <laughs> I love the sport. But there's a moment where this rider, um, Alicia Spargo, goes up behind Frankie Morbidelli and hits him around the uh, the helmet, uh, the head. <laughs>
3: The helmet. <laughs> this is a different
0: conversation now, mate.
1: Where's <laughs> the happening in football? Um, it's not football. It's, it's MotoGP. So this is. Oh, sorry. Yeah. So he's gone past, and they're riding together. They're probably I don't know, going about ninety or something. He smacks him around the head, and uh, that probably got the most views of anything. IS <laughs> like yeah. <People>, season. <laughs> people like violence, right? they love violence. People love violence. Yeah, yeah.
2: Seriously. Um, but yeah, it was just something. The boxer size classes were were really cool. Um, they had community and um, yeah, I, I really enjoyed it because I grew up around boxing. Um, some of the some of the gigs that I used to do when I was like trying to make money living in Hull um, as a kid, I would I'd sing in like I'd, I'd sing in the breaks. So the fighters would come off uh, the ring, and then I would go into the ring with oh, my acoustic wow. guitar.
0: Oh, really? <laughs> what kind of yeah. songs you do? <laughs> <laughs> it's got
2: I to know. be like
0: what's the
3: Rocky one? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> just the Rocky <laughs> montage. <but. laughs>
0: Rising
2: <Razzinub. laughs>
0: up. <laughs> That's it, just over and over again, right?
2: But um, another one
1: bites the dust would be another good one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I like
2: I used to sing in um, like in the intervals at these boxing shows at a place called O'Reilly's in Hull. Um it was so scary because the room was literally filled with testosterone. Yeah, Aggressive yeah. northern oh. fucking testosterone. <laughs> yeah. Like sometimes um sometimes these like beard up guys would uh put their hands in the ring and try and touch you and stuff. And my mum like I get the Persian side from my mum. And she's like a, a firecracker. Anyone who would try and underpay me or disrespect me or like touch me, she'd be there. Like <laughs> her mouth was like a gun. It was like a weapon. She'd just end them.
3: Wow.
2: Like short but aggressive lady. Yeah. Can she,
1: can she do my invoices for me? <laughs> she
0: wants <laughs> oh, a protection mate. bracket now. <laughs>
2: <laughs> she'd, she'd get you paid for this month and next month. Yeah,
0: wow. Yeah. I mean, that's the weird gig. It's, yeah, it I've, was a I've done a few odd gigs but that's no, yeah. that's that's, the, that's
1: probably the most odd gig I've ever heard. I mean why yeah,
0: it's just an interesting combination yeah. of acoustic guitar playing and yeah, smashing like, people up.
3: Especially
1: acoustic. <laughs> Yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, like playing a bit of Can you imagine going on there and just playing something really soft, like some, I don't know.
2: <laughs> I think it was. Beach boys. I think something. it was intentional to mm. calm people the fuck down. Well, that's actually quite. Oh, much, okay. yeah, yeah, I think it was intentional, like, oh, okay, let's get a girl singer to play acoustic guitar. But I sang rock songs. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so it didn't help that much. But yeah, I've always been around boxing. Yeah. yeah. And then there was the boxer size classes because I wanted to do something. Uh, physical. I wanted to have some kind of exercise, but I get bored in the gym. Mm. So yeah. The ADHD. Yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah. So concentration levels. Gym, just yeah. It's, yeah. It, it's yeah. just like you're looking at the same walls and everything else. Like you know, well, it's, it's tedious.
0: Like it's it's what, yeah. the gym is one of them things. Like because I, I I'll admit I signed up. A couple of months ago, and like the first two weeks, I was like, Yeah, smashing this out yeah, yeah. four times a week. Yeah, I feel good. Mm. I didn't go for one week, and I haven't been since. My
1: cousin used <laughs> to make the yeah. joke to my family all the time. He used to think this was hilarious, but he said, I, I signed up to the gym, but I couldn't get the door open. <laughs> 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 but I used to prefer like running whenever I used to go running or anything like that. It used to be we were saying about like open spaces because obviously mm. I used to live near you, and um. We were saying about like there's an airstrip where we, uh, where I used to go and, and just run alongside it yeah. and having the valley and everything you mm. could see, like it was
0: beautiful. Yeah. But
1: I'd much prefer that than running on a treadmill. Mm. You know what I mean? Like that just
0: sounds or like. Or getting a, your face smashed in, which <laughs> <laughs> Izzy seems to love. <laughs> that would scare well, the hell
2: out of me. Um, no, I, I like the smashing part, but the other way around. <laughs> okay, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I went to LA and then um, there was this advert um like three minutes in the ring da 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 and this is actually this is actually like coming out of depression and i thought you know what if if i can do that i can do anything Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah so it was extremely empowering for me so i uh i booked my first fight and it's kind of like a um like beginner amateur kind of thing anyway. Mm-hmm. So I was going up against other girls who were um of a similar level to me. But me and my friend Vincent bless him, he um he helps me train a bit because he's done MMA and stuff before. But we weren't in a fancy gym or anything. It was literally like you know boxing palm tree like leaves and stuff oh wow and um just very stuff in the front yard of the airbnb airbnb that we were staying um and then sparring a bit with him and yeah and then the fight came up and i saw this chick um she was a bit shorter than me but she was buff and i was like why did i get myself (laughs) this is like this is the thought that comes into your head um before a fight because there's there's an adrenaline when you're about to perform and then mm. there's adrenaline when you're about to fucking fight someone mm. and then this thought came into my head like izzy what the fuck have you signed up for yeah, yeah. <laughs> um
3: yeah.
2: but then yeah i showed up i put my gloves on and i just yeah the first round was wild it was just like shh
1: yeah <laughs> very did you find like, yourself having to calm down and go, like, yeah, 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 yeah,
2: yeah, I just went raging yeah. in like a ball, and so did she, um arms spinning everywhere, and then my friend Vincent was like, Look, remember what I told you, yeah, yeah, um yeah. like my hand, and then I just remembered what I did with the with the jabs and, and mm. cross and stuff with his hands um and this is before I actually started going to my coach Rakeem mm. um and then Second round comes and I started doing a lot better. And then third round comes and I had some of my friends over there. And uh, my friends were like hella nervous. It was mm. 11, it was something like 10 or 11 a.m. in the morning. And they're like, because um, smoking weed is legal um in yeah. California. So they're there with their. <laughs> Once, like, <laughs>
1: yeah. like
2: trying to calm themselves down it's because the one it's, that
1: you weren't just like yeah. The, it was a fight. yeah.
2: Yeah, because it's intense and bless them. I think they were like they were worried for me because I've never done anything yeah. like that before. But then I won, and then I did another fight after that. Yeah, and that was definitely harder. She was a tough bitch, but <laughs> I won that as well. And then the the f- most recent fight that I did, um. That I found easier because after after struggling the, in the last fight, yeah. because I was really square on, like I was hardly dodging or ducking, like my block, it just wasn't there. Mm. So you
1: worked on that? Yeah, yeah. So
2: I'm really glad that I had that shitty experience because my fight after that was a lot better. Mm. My block um, was so much better. I ducked more. um you really need to work out your legs like mm. when you box because you, you duck a lot. Yeah. Um and yeah, it's it's served me well. I like the discipline that comes with boxing. Mm, yeah. It just forces you to think, okay, I've got a fight coming up. I need to I need to eat well. I need yep. to train. Mm-hmm. And it serves for when I'm performing, because How's I'm a very serve? Like active performer, I run around stage, like I climb things sometimes, I'm on the floor. Like, mm. you can't Hanging do all off the of side that. Of buildings. <laughs> <laughs> you, you can't do all of that being unfit.
1: Yeah, of course. No. Yeah. So,
2: yeah. It, yeah, it's the discipline that I mm. need.
1: I think you can apply it to life in general as well, can't you? I imagine. Yeah. I've spoken to people who've done it a little bit before, or they've, mm. you know, I think one of them was an ex pro, I can't remember, but it's much the same. You can apply that discipline to life, and I think yeah it's something you can learn isn't it for um, yeah
0: for wider use and did that um so did you think doing that sort of helped a lot with your your depression and mental health and stuff
1: oh
2: yeah 100 percent um it gave me um it gave me so much confidence yeah it's amazing what boundaries and working out and uh therapy and meditation can do yeah
1: mm. do you think it's some people describe it as like um imagining that you're your own best friend
2: Ooh, Does that I make like, sense?
1: Like I like that. How you see yourself now is like, what would I say to, to my best friend if they were getting in this situation or if they were behaving like this or if they were thinking of themselves this way?
2: Um, yeah, that's a, yeah, that's a really good way of thinking about yeah, it. Yeah. Um, yeah, if you mirror that situation, mm. that's a, a really good way because, um, yeah, I wouldn't... I wouldn't treat my friend or talk about my friend the way that I was treating and talking about myself when I was depressed. Mm -hmm. No way. Yeah, precisely.
0: Yeah. Totally get that. So with all the the experiences, is that why... um, Because we also learned that you started doing talks at uh, secondary schools. Yeah. About mental health and and stuff like that. So is that where you sort of thought, I can draw on those experiences and sort of help other, other kids? Or is that where it kind of come from?
2: Um... Yeah, I mean it's really it's really weird because I actually started I started doing it before I got depression. Um I guess the mind has just always been very fascinating to me. Mm. Um when I was leaving school, I I was actually looking into studying psychology, but my maths grade wasn't good enough. Right. I got an E and I told my mom it was E for excellent. <laughs> 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 but, yeah. I'm guessing
1: she didn't believe you.
2: <laughs> no, my, my math grade wasn't good enough, so um I couldn't study psychology. But mm. it's always been something that I've been <clears throat> extremely interested in. And <clears throat> I, I listen to podcasts and I I read about it. Um but then all of a sudden I was in a position where I needed to study and read myself Mm -hmm. but that's where like the therapy came in handy um so yeah it was something that i i did i talked about mental health when i was going to these schools and then coming having depression and then coming out of depression um it really it helped with my talks because i'd actually experienced it this this one kid i will never ever forget um they they again this is at nine in the morning um because i give the kids a chance at the end to to ask questions and then this kid was like have you ever been suicidal Mm. and then all the heads in the room turned to me because you know everyone's heads move at the same time yeah Yeah. (laughs) and then um i was really taken back by it because I felt like she was looking into my soul. So direct. Wow. Yeah. yeah really direct. And kids are and, like that, aren't they? They just yeah. no, no filter. It no no filter, no filter. At all. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's why I love kids. You you get mm. you just get the truth. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah.
2: No nonsense. Um but I answered truthfully. I said, "Yeah, when I was depressed, mm. Mm. I was really suicidal." Yeah. Um, and I think I think they appreciated that that Mm. I was very straightforward with them. And I said, look, Mm. um, I don't have any qualifications in psychology. I'm just here um, to tell you what I've experienced and to give you my perspective on things. And I think they could really relate to that because it wasn't like this this... old pastor called harold coming in to yeah. talk about easter Har- and like
0: <laughs> harold you know <laughs> i like, love him well actually. <laughs> and, Thomas yeah.
3: <laughs> and we're all
2: gonna sing hymns um because as a kid like it's just so repetitive mm. and i think it was refreshing for them yeah. um to have someone like close to their age yeah. talk uh Talk some dark truth. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I think. Well, I'm, like I make it fun as well. You know, I, like I end on some songs, and then we take pictures at the end. It's it's really fun. Yeah,
1: yeah, oh, it's wow. an amazing thing to do. Um, yeah, there was there was another question I was going to ask, but I've, it slipped my mind. Sorry, slipped mind. <laughs>
3: That's
0: fine. Um, so I was just going to uh, bring it back to the music now, um, and some of your videos. Some of your videos are really good. I really like them. I like the one in the cage. I thought that was quite. oh yeah nuclear yeah Yeah. it was cool like it's just again like for me it's just having if you're an artist it's it's great to have i think what this is saying i think you should have is is the bigger picture in your head Mm -hmm. so when you're writing a song this this is what it was like for me when i used to do that little you know songwriting and stuff it was i'd have it in my head how it should sound Mm. and then i'd have the visuals already with it and it's like okay that's gonna sound like that it has. To, you know, how do I make that sound like that? When it comes to the visuals, it has to look like that. that yeah. How do I make that happen? Um, so, how did how did you come up with your video ideas? Do you have help? Who shoots them? What's the, the thinking behind those?
2: So, for for nuclear, I I I knew that I wanted to. I knew that I wanted it to be a collaborative track, because um, it had like. This is before I even got logic. Um, I was just sat on garage band oh, really? and I had my guitar and I just had this riff in my head like da 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 da, da. and just that. Um, like I'm not a guitarist, but I'm good at coming up with uh short, catchy riffs. Mm-hmm. And then I recorded it and then made it sound like a, a crunchy bass. Um, what it was an acoustic guitar. Oh, okay. okay. And good. then
1: it's actually a technique a lot of bassists use. Years ago, they used to put acoustic guitar with bass to thicken up the sound a little right. bit. Give it oh, a little really? No yeah, yeah. yeah. So oh, it's nice. funny You actually, there you go. <laughs> subconsciously did what other people have done as well.
2: I love it. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, I'm like, um, I'm my main instrument is my voice. I play guitar, but I don't shred or anything. I just mm. play like rhythm and yeah. come up with some riffs sometimes but I put that in and then I just put a rough beat loop to it and then I took it to this producer that worked at Metropolis Studios and I just um like I just I'd had a fight with my partner at the time and I was really fucking pissed off so the words just flew out of me yeah um and there was the song but I needed a producer to polish it up and make it sound more like a, a song and less like loops. So, yeah, I emailed this guy at Metropolis Studios and forgot about it, and then he got back to me uh, saying, "I really love this. Let's, let's work. Let's work on it." Um, and then we produce it, and I'm looking for, I'm looking for a male artist uh maybe a rapper so that it's adds that different flavour. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And then I discovered Ben Hunter who was also working with a producer that I was working with a, a different producer that I was working with at the time. And I hit him up and he was like, Yo, this is dope. <laughs> <laughs> um he came in, put his bit down. I also got a beatboxer to um to beatbox on the track a little bit so that's kind of layered into the the beat yeah, nice. I just I heard all these things yeah. but the producer just moulded everything together beautifully yeah. mm. um, I just I explained what I wanted and yeah. he he could hear it as well
0: yeah you um, know it's
1: a good idea when it communicates yeah. well right
2: yeah yeah, yeah exactly and that's,
0: that's great when someone actually understands yeah, yeah. what you did because like, it's very I know various people have found it very hard to get a producer that understands mm. what you want to put in the track. Because if they don't hear it, and it's very hard to kind of say, oh, I can hear it in my head. How can you do it? And they go, I, I don't know. I don't know what you want. So that's that's really good that you've got a producer that can actually hear
2: yeah, what you're hearing. I think, I think what can really help a producer is when you can supply them with reference tracks. Yeah. When yeah, you yeah. can say, okay, I like the 808 in this track. Yeah. And just paint a picture for them because... Mm.
1: Do you think that's come from doing your own production as well with with GarageBand and stuff? Like you were saying there, like, I like the 808 in that Mm. track. The fact that you know
0: what an 808 is, (laughs)
1: is, and also the specific bits of a track that you like, Mm. like, might be like, I really like the tone of the guitar here, or, Mm -hmm. you know, the way that the drums are, whatever. Um, Is that something that you found useful for your sort of referencing and all that kind
2: of stuff? Yeah, 100%. I think knowledge is power. And if you can approach a producer, with ideas and references to what vibe you want to create i mean sometimes it's different sometimes you sometimes you can just go into a, a studio and um just bounce ideas off each other and create on the spot mm-hmm. um I, I i love doing that because that's just a, a really cool bounce of energy um but i also like to i like to be prepared and i like to just have something yeah. But this particular track because I just heard everything and I saw everything. Um I saw um like I saw black slime mm. and because the the beat and the the riff is so dirty that I thought it needs some kind of grit and dirt in the video. Mm, yeah.
3: Yeah.
2: And that's where the the idea for the black slime came. Um we we made that with honey and black food colouring oh. and yeah my dad bless him like along with uh, grade a productions they came with a whole team the whole shebang and some of the runners were with my dad um having these buckets full of honey that's and, so cool ah, mate it was wild and then pouring black food colouring in and stirring it
1: mm. halloween ideas people yeah yeah <laughs> yeah
2: if you want black slime don't Heard it me. from Izzy T first.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Baiting it, God, that was a nightmare to wash off, wasn't it? Yeah, I bet, yeah,
2: it was. I was slipping and sliding that set at like, like fucking Bambi, bro. <laughs> it was wild, and because Ben um, got slime on him as well, um yeah, straight away. Uh, Shan and, and the crew just took us to the showers because, and yeah, it yeah. took a long while to get the honey out of my hair I was going to say I, bet.
0: <laughs> I mean yeah. being bald myself it would have come off quite nicely but <laughs> with, with, nice with hair, that hair that would have been a nice sheen on the top <laughs> would have been like a
2: spa treatment for yeah, you exactly, yeah
0: exactly I might do it next week <laughs> so that's quite good but yeah I imagine that was uh, alright yeah, babe has got, got
2: that honey glow <laughs>
0: <laughs> got my glossy hair Don't have to put my sunglasses on when I'm <laughs> yeah, <around>. yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Well, yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, again, that just for me, that just goes back to what I think an artist should be. Yeah. And that's having those visual ideas in your head. You know, before you've got there, and going, I need slime. You know, yeah. that's yeah, yeah. that's what is conjuring in my head. I need and slime. having the
1: courage to just go. I'm gonna fucking I'm gonna do this. it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna plunge into yeah. some black honey. You know. <laughs>
0: That's that's great. You know, that's exactly what you want from an artist.
2: Um. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm always like getting either like wet or dirty in my videos. Um, that like
0: <laughs> she is from Hull, you know.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I no, seriously, like um, because the, the video shoot after that that I also did with Grade A, I um, I was in a like a big like I bought this big fish tank. So that I could be like dunked in it, and then from the bottom, they would fill me like, like as if I was drowning. Um, so I've just had some really wacky ideas that, that must they've managed to the aquarium? put together. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: the shark tank? For? There's Izzy. Yeah.
2: <laughs> but, but it come was to see fun. You, Mr. Bond. Yeah. <laughs> it was fun. I think you've got to, um, you've got to switch it up. And I love music videos. I, mm. I hate that music videos are being faded out by like. Small yeah, TikTok videos. I love mm. music videos, but it's just
0: so impressive to look at, isn't it? Yeah, and I think, it's cool. as, uh, well, yeah. I mean, also, I, I suppose it does feed into the, the whole TikTok thing as well, because if you've got something that looks impressive, straight away, that's like, okay, mm. you're going to get noticed for doing that. So, I, I do think there's still a lot of um, uh, impact that videos can have, mm. you know, as opposed to just like people just doing the, the dance and stuff.
2: Yeah.
3: That's so I, dad
0: that's so I, dad would it. I, I want that as a meme. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I do think, you know, in having them videos is, is impressive. It's, you know, it's something you should should definitely have.
3: Yeah, I'm I still thinking of it. You <laughs> can't yeah. get out of your head now I you um, no, um,
1: that is it's, it's... when we. But next time we go out to a bar, you're doing that. <laughs> it's I'll do that the, anyway. you
2: know when your dad yeah, is right. walking to the dance floor and it's like,
0: yeah, it's just I'm not going to dance too much, <laughs> yeah. but until I'm there, and then I'm going to give it something. It's, it's, it's yeah. now called the Swan. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, yeah. right.
3: Yeah. Let yeah. into that one. Um,
0: <laughs> All right, so so that's what you've you've been doing. So what are you doing now? What's what's upcoming? Got any gigs coming up? What's 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 next for you?
2: So I've just released my brand new single, Love to Hate You. <laughs> <laughs> Out now. Out now. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that was um that was actually really fun to shoot visuals for. Um because I was in LA when I released it and went to Venice Beach. Um it was just going to be as you do as you do as you do like it was just going to be me in stood in front of the skate park just like miming the words and then um, putting the music on top mm. um but then there was this skater that was like hey let me I'll skate over your head and then I was like go on then <laughs> <And> <laughs> And then um see if that was me,
1: I'd have had like a full helmet on. Yeah, off, just, uh, saying, just yeah. in case. At that point, it would have quite had the like, same
0: effect. How good are you? <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know, I'd I'd been watching him, and I could tell that he was skilled. So the, the yeah. trust that I had in this man, like yeah. it was very just very random, but something I always listened to my gut, and my gut told me to trust him, so I did. Um, and then yeah, he did it. He did like he went up the the ramp. And the guy that was shooting me was like, Izzy, keep try and keep still. Don't move, will you? And I had to like perform in front of the camera whilst I could see the the look on my friend's like face who was filming me. Um like he looked hella worried. And I was like, Okay, Izzy, like look cool, just be relaxed. Um because I wasn't scared but then looking at him made me He's like terrified. You. <laughs> yeah. Cuz he like
3: Fuck.
2: <laughs> Um but I just thought just, do, just it. do it. And then I got into the no. song and then he just went straight over my head on his skateboard and like um y- you can't hear it in the video really but everyone around the ring just cheered cuz it was such a such a great moment. It's pretty epic. But yeah, um happy that people have been enjoying the release i try and bring something different with with every release and um i i had i wrote some songs and got some songs produced in la that i'm so excited about one is so like it's still izzy um but it's a bit softer but epic Mm -hmm. and i'm really excited to release that one i think that one could be the like could go places yeah, I mean they all do, but this particular song is special.
0: Okay. Yeah, have that feeling about it.
2: Yeah, yeah, you know, you know, when you just write a song, um, it was actually co-wrote with um, Jeremy and and Posey, and we all looked at each other after that. Just it was one of those sessions where we looked at each other and we were like, "This is actually a hit."
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah,
2: mm-hmm. So, I think it's yeah.
1: Rogers saying that about uh, was it Les Dance? They were very. Mm. Apparently he said, Do you think it'll be a hit? And he Do was just like, yeah, yeah, it'll be a hit
0: yeah. <laughs> like, Imagine being that cool. <laughs> yeah. I imagine being like someone like Noel Rogers is still questioning, is this is this any good? You know? Yeah, yeah.
1: It's, I think it was Bowie who said it to, to Rogers. Oh, right, Rogers okay. just went,
0: Yeah, it'll yeah, yeah, yeah. it be fine. Well, that's, that's quite <laughs> interesting, though, isn't it? Even like people of that size, um, yeah. you know, you still have that little doubt in their head that goes, yeah, this, might so, you know, mm, this might yeah, not work, this might not be a hit. Yeah.
2: Because they're artists, and as artists we're, we're always questioning ourselves. Yeah because we're like we turn we become artists because there's some part of us mm. that is like yeah I, I was i was thinking about this the other day like being an artist in some ways is kind of unhealthy because
3: mm.
2: um if, if you're doing it as a career yeah you you constantly need external validation mm. for your career to progress yeah yeah and there's something yeah. really fucked up about
1: that it. There is something messed up about that. But what I admire about what you're doing is that you there is something in your head going, I'm gonna follow what I wanna do. Yeah. And that is quite admirable because so many of us mm. wouldn't have the kind of guts to do that and would in the past I've been in that situation where you just listen too much to everyone else. You mm-hmm. Yeah. Know? And that's that's so so common, you know. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah,
0: and I think it's, yeah, it's very important just to, like like we said earlier, just to listen to yourself because your gut instinct is and what you want to do is what's mm. most important.
3: Mm.
0: And if you like it, people will buy into that. Mm. You know, that's you're selling yourself. You're not trying mm-hmm. to sell someone else's ideas. You're selling yourself. Yeah, yeah. So if you've got conviction behind it, people will go, that's that's great. You know, I'm I'm jumping on that. Yeah, but um, yeah. But yeah, no, again, I really admire what, you, what you're doing and uh, just, Thanks, man. just keep going because it's yeah. great. It's really good. Genuinely been, been yeah. really
1: a pleasure to, to have you in.
2: Oh, it's been a pleasure it's being genuine. here. Yeah,
0: yeah. Thank great. you, lads. Well, yeah. thank you very much, Easy T, for being on our yeah. podcast.
1: Yes, a second guest. Second guest. Oh, it's yeah. becoming a thing now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We'll be famous soon. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <The> millionaires. <laughs> <laughs> this time next year, yeah, Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Just need some. Uh, they actually
0: did make money. it in the end, didn't they? Yeah, so. yeah. yeah. Just need to find a watch and we'll sell it on on eBay. yeah Well, you've yeah. definitely
2: got the hat, haven't you?
3: yeah <laughs> he's <there>. Vintage <laughs>
1: and um, so as a final thing did you want to um talk about the the next five years do you have a five-year plan like seeing yourself in in
2: prison
0: <laughs> i think we need to end it on that
1: <laughs> perfect i remember there was someone last week we were in a gig in the pub we playing away and then Sid got them on the mic and they they literally like metal screamed down the mic instead yeah. <laughs> of so singing a song and I was like well that's new yeah. <laughs> well
2: that's original
1: <laughs> that's definitely I've definitely not heard that before So, like living on a prayer <laughs> oh my god <laughs> <laughs> know your audience um, yeah, yeah you <laughs> learn that lesson. um well, it has been a pleasure um and genuinely, so, you know, it's, it's fascinating to hear about your life. I feel like you're someone who just gets involved, just pulls the sleeves up and goes, right, what's coming it. next? Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know if that's yeah. how people would describe you usually, but I feel like that would be an accurate assessment from what I've seen is I, I kind of admire the gutsiness to just go, <laughs> I'm going in. Let's see what happens. Well,
0: she's the bollocks of the band. Yeah, <laughs> she, she's got <laughs> to be God like that. To yeah. me. I'd be like really
1: cautious about stuff and be like, I'm a bit like, I, I can be like that at times, but not all the time. And I'm mm. work, working to get to <clears> that, <throat> that point. So I feel like I can learn that from you. You know what I mean? Thank going you. Forward. So I really well, appreciate that.
2: I used to be really shy. And then this, uh, like, when I was just working, when I was developing my sound and stuff, I'll never forget this. Um, I've had like... A, I used to go to a few different vocal coaches because they were all great, but I learned something different from each one. Yeah, And this particular vocal coach, um, I did a gig that she'd uh, put together. It was like a festival. And then af- after my set, um, yeah, she was like this um, just really strong, ballsy woman. And she was like, look, Izzy, you've got everything going for you. You've got the sound, but you're not confident Mm. i wanna i wanna see the fierce bitch that i i hear in your songs Mm. but i don't believe it Mm. and then i really took that Mm. and in having criticism like that never made me uh bitter because i knew that it was coming from a good place and i knew that it was true like yeah. I'll always hold my hands up if if I know something that if I know something's true because as I said we're all students of life we're constantly um progressing and after that I really worked on more of the performance side yeah and just being more diplomatic with yeah with bookers players yep. um and yeah, people will respect you more if you respect yourself more and yeah. trust yourself more because yeah. um it's like blood to a shark. The moment people sense any kind of weakness, like you give them an arm's like, and then they'll they'll take more. Yeah, yeah. You've actually especially as a woman in the music business, you've gotta be even more fierce. Yeah. Um but then the problem with that is that as soon as you assert Yourself in a position. If you feel like uh, something's not going the right way, then you're difficult.
1: Mm. Yeah, this is something that that um, I think we touched on with Katie as well. Is that it's. Difficult Whereas, if you're a guy, it'll be if a if boss. A guy, move, yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, precisely. It'll um, be
2: innovative. But if you're a woman yeah, <clears> saying still, stuff,
1: it's still a huge problem with that. I think. Yeah.
2: Mm.
3: Which is, I think, 100%. it's a cultural
1: thing too. <laughs> Uh, personally, I, I mean, I, I don't mm. know, but I, I think it's a cultural thing that slowly um, will be hopefully rooted out. I think mean, yeah. that's a very hopeful, positive way of looking at things. Yeah, but, you know,
2: no, I, um, yeah, I think that it's going to be, it's getting better. Yeah, the Middle East needs to catch up with that shit. <laughs> mm, yeah. But I noticed um, a few
1: of your posts actually. Um, yeah, um, yeah. Um, yeah,
2: but. Um, like in the west it's the the patriarchy is still there mm. it's definitely still there it's just not to the extreme of the middle east yeah um but yeah advice i'd give to women men like whoever whatever you are um if you want to if you want to gain more confidence put yourself in a difficult position put yourself uh Make yourself have those difficult conversations with people because those are the only spaces where you'll grow.
1: Yeah. Wow. And that seems very good to end on. Mm-hmm. My word. That's the best, <laughs> best bit of advice I've received in ages. <laughs> <laughs> now we'll oh, fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, right. Do you do therapy now, sessions? Now fuck off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <take> you <laughs> that was amazing. Thank you. No, that was great. Thank you so much. Really Cheers
2: great. for the drink. Cheers, lads. You're yeah, welcome. Um, you can find me online. Um, sometimes I'm on Crime Watch. Um, but uh, where I'm mainly is Instagram, IzzyT Official. Do they even still have Crime Watch?
0: Yeah, it's a thing. Is it? <laughs> no. But- uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that was on there last week, mate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it is, yeah.
2: But yeah, um, all social media platforms are just IzzyT Official.
1: Done. Rock on! Cheers. I'm the, I'm the last person you want to say rock on, isn't it? <laughs> like Mate, that's, that's worse than that. that rock isn't... on, <laughs> dudes. <laughs> so that was the Jam Spot Pod. Um, that was episode two uh, with Izzy T. Um, I think you'll agree, Phil, that that was amazing. I really enjoyed that. It's pretty good. Yeah, it was really insightful. I feel like I learned a lot um i hope you guys did too uh so you can catch us on our socials it's at the JamSpot pod that's instagram tiktok everything else i can't remember all the other socials to be honest but they're all <laughs> the same ones um feel free to click the like subscribe i don't know whatever else you have to do and uh we will be with another episode soon thank you very much goodbye